Curiosity Path podcast, a space for global conversations with people from different walks of life about the impact generosity has had on them. It's a place of inspiration, encouragement, and hopefully joy as we hear about the transforming power and potential of generosity to change the world. Edward Foster. I'm a doctor in England and I'm also a voluntary facilitator with Generosity Path. Uh, today I'm interviewing the one and only Daryl, the founder of Generosity Path. Welcome, Daryl. Hey, thanks, Ed. Always great to be with you. Really appreciate your, your time today. You know, pleasure to be here and a pleasure to, to have the roles reversed and to, to get to interview uh, you. Um, just before we start, I'd just like to share with our listeners my first ever exposure to Daryl Hield. And uh, I was in a, a conference room um, in a nice hotel in Chennai, India, and I was surrounded by all these very impressive looking Indian business people. And I just saw in the corner somebody in a sandals, a t-shirt and some, and some bright red shorts. And I thought, who is this guy? He looks like he's just been dragged in from Disneyland. Does he not know that we're at a generosity <laughs> conference here? And then they said, this is Daryl Field, founder of Generosity Path. And I thought, okay, wow. And uh, that's been a great introduction to him, really. Ever since then, he's been someone who's passionate about generosity, but down to earth, and always coming to every conversation with all the energy of somebody just getting off a Disney land ride. <laughs> so, Daryl, um, I know that Generosity Path isn't your only focus at the moment. What are some of the other projects that you're working on? Yeah, thanks, Ed. Um, I'm, I'm glad I can 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 play the part. Um, so yeah, I'm. Um, well, I tell you, one one of the things I'm really passionate about is in what we're doing with Generosity Path and helping people explore the value proposition that it's more blessed to give than receive. So once that's happened, though, one of the things I'm super excited about is seeing how people are coming together and collaborating uh, as givers, as they're looking at different different issues, uh, problems to be solved um, that are bigger than themselves, hmm. and, um, and and seeing community built around um, uh, strategies to to do those things together. Amazing. And uh, what would you say is exciting you the most? Um, about about these these collaborations that are happening, a dynamic that happens often in giving is that it's something that we just do ourselves, mm. and uh, even even if we're we're married, sometimes we're not even talking with with each other uh, about our own giving that much, let alone with our friends or with our community. Okay. And one of the one of the things that's exciting is uh, is seeing the 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 application when, when you can build community and have ongoing conversation and think about actually going after something that you can do together right. in a much bigger way and seeing the reality of that happen. I right. think that's just going to, the, the sustainability of that, when I know that like if you and I were doing some things together, you're like, you know, and I might, I might end it up myself, might kind of forget it or have, or, or the, my energy might wane a little bit, mm, but mm. when I know that I know that Ed and we've got two or three other people all about this together, then I guess the sustainability and the and the, the fortitude to stay in things longer and okay. to see it through is going to be better. Right. right. Nice. 
And um, yeah, tell me, how do these how do these collaborations how do they actually work? What do they they tend to look like? You know, so I'm I'm part of a couple different collaborations. Um, one of them is I'll, I'll just talk about it. One's called uh, Love Lookout. I live here on Lookout Mountain, which is a suburb of Chattanooga, Tennessee. And in our community, uh, our church had been, you know, wanting to wanting to be you know generous to the community. But one of the ideas I had heard from another friend of mine um, is their church had invited other churches to just come together and say, "Hey, let's just let's share ideas." And, and as we see different different needs in the community, why don't we think about doing these things together? Mm-hmm. And I thought that was a brilliant idea. So I came back to my community talked to some of my friends that I, that, you know, we were in the golf club together, but we yeah. might go to different churches, different denominations. Um, and, uh, and, and, and so we started this like five years ago, but we have, uh, but w- w- now we have people on our committee that some people don't even go to church, mm. um, but they love the community and they've seen there's been some real visibility on, on, on different projects of what we, what we've been able to do in our community um, as simple as like, you know, build, uh, like we have a couple of days a year where we're just going around picking up trash. And then other, other things that we do is like provide meals to, there's a couple of primary schools up yeah. here in our community. We provide meals to the teachers. Uh, we also provide meals to uh, students that um, might not have, might not have uh, proper nutrition on the weekend because they're from a poor, um, uh, poor household. Uh, one of the things I know, know that you're a doctor during the pandemic, we've, we were providing, we did a, a big barbecue. I love mm. to smoke meat. So we did a big barbecue for all the, all, all the people, all the frontline workers, doctors, nurses, uh, police, fire, uh, and all and just, and we had a bunch of the community out. It was, it was a lot of fun. So I think that's, um, love that. One of the other uh, other ones that I'd been involved in is called Every Tribe, Every Nation. It's about mm-hmm. Bible translation, providing um, uh, there, you know, there's still thousands of languages and people groups that, that don't have scripture in their heart language. And a good friend of mine, Mark Green, had just a, you know, a, a vision to say, well, why don't we just go about this? You know, what, why don't we get, get to the job? Right? There's a different way to kind of figure this out. And so uh, it's a really big idea to kind of go after and uh, but but you know he had this leadership and a vision for it and and it's a collaboration of not only just some givers but also uh, it's in combination with with the the top Bible translation groups so it, it's around the table this collaboration has givers and and different uh, ministries that are working specifically in the the Bible translation, sector so i think you know some of the dynamics are you know looking at you know whether it's just a a local issue or you know a big global issue there's a problem to be solved right and and it's needing and it's needing you know time it's needing expertise it's needing uh commitment and it's needing finances that typically are going to be much bigger than any one person can do on their own and that's been happening even despite the pandemic yes Wow. Well, I wish I'd been sitting out this pandemic with you in uh, Tennessee and I'd got to be at that barbecue. I'm actually looking at a photo of you right now, 
dual wielding some pork chops and I can just imagine <laughs> that's to be the place to be. Um, wow. Well, that's amazing. I, um, I actually had the opportunity to partake in a giving collaboration myself in, uh, in London and, mm. uh, yeah, a few, a few friends got together. So a few of my friends and met a few other people as well. And we wanted to say, okay, what can we do, uh, in Europe, uh, to make an impact? And, mm. uh, we, we, we did a bit of research, looked at a few different projects. And, uh, one of the things we were able to fund was, um, to support for a whole year, uh, a student, um, a student gospel worker in Slovakia. Mm. And um, there's a few things I love from that process. I love the, the gathering some people together, making some new friends. I love being exposed to some projects I would never have heard about otherwise. I would never mm. have heard about student gospel workers in Slovakia. And I would never have been able to uh, put forth all of that, all of those funds myself, all of that money myself, but through mm. that collaboration, we're able to, to release this, um, this woman for a gospel work. So that was, uh, that was really, um, exciting. Yeah. I love that. That's a great story. Um, Dal, what do you, what do you think might, uh, cause people to be wary of, uh, joining a, a giving a collaboration and, 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 mm-hmm. and what do you think we could do about that? Well, I, I think, you know, going back just to, to the base of it, I, I think in most of the cultures I've been exposed to, it's not normal for us to talk about money, uh, yeah. let alone it's, it's for sure not normal for us to ever talk about our giving. And, um, and, and even we, we think theologically, oh, we're not supposed to let the left hand know what the right hand is doing. And I don't think we've quite understood that in the, in the context of what Jesus is talking about, right? If we right. have the wrong motive, we shouldn't be talking yes. about it. But if yes. we have the right motive, like, like you and like the, the story you just described in your collaboration of like, we're, we're coming together, not because we want to brag to each other right. what we're doing um, and get credit for things, but we want to be able to do some things that again, maybe we can't do on our own, but in yeah. community, you know, where we see some things align, then, then it's a mm-hmm. great thing to do that. So, yep. so first of all, I think we have the cultural issue of like, well, wow, I've, that, that seems like a, you know, a weird dynamic. Or are we sure this is biblically correct? Yes. I think, I think it is biblically correct in the right setting with the right motives. Right. And the, but then the other things become like, well, I don't want, you know, I want to have, I want to have control, mm. right. I want to, I want it to be my decision. And so maybe if things aren't done the way I want to have it done, those are some things I think that, you know, people struggle with and I want to give to the things I want to give to versus thinking through like you were saying even you're like hey let's look at let's let's have some impact in europe well what are some ways Mm -hmm. we can have some impact you might have one particular way but because you're open um to see what a group decision would be you're looking at maybe a bunch of different options Mm -hmm. and so i think part of it is just kind of this mutual submission yeah and that could that could seem scary you know because i'm i'm actually part of a number of different collaborations also one for vulnerable children we have a real heart for uh for children that could you know be in in difficult circumstances mm. you know, here in the u.s uh and, and and helping in the fostering side or or even adoptions or street children and and so on but the those are those would be some of the things that would be uh hindrances or barriers but i think there's there's actually it can be a lot of fun 
when there's mutual respect, when there's, you know, people aren't trying to control it themselves or like, Hey, why don't you give to all the things I love? Yeah. Right. But if we're like, if we both come into it (laughs) and and our friends with this whole idea of like, Hey, you know, we, yeah, we we do want to do something together that Mm. we couldn't do on our own. So then let's pray about and see what that is. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I think that was really our experience. We ended up giving to a few projects that we would never have given to before mm. and uh, made some great friends along the way, people I'm still in touch with. And I, I really get what you're saying about this heart uh, issue. You know, if uh, pride or showing off, if that's a temptation, then uh, perhaps just giving completely in secret is the best thing for you. But uh, mm. I know from, from my experience and um, you know, I am a Brit. Maybe this is just a British thing, um, but I have a feeling it's probably not. The often giving is something we're not prideful about. It's something we're embarrassed about. Almost, mm. I don't want people to know um, why that oh, is. Wow. I don't. I don't know. Um, but in that sense, it's almost it's almost you know pressing in and, and coming out of the the comfort mm. zone uh, to to not have that completely secret and to make that open to others and and that can be a really a really special space. Uh, I found. A uh, chance to serve one another and help one another in this this practice of giving, uh, which isn't easy. Um, See, so yeah, I really I really hear what you're saying about that that heart that heart mm-hmm. issue. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and the other thing that I've that I've I've been encouraged by is that I've I've learned so much more. Where, uh, you know, say about as you know these these certain different you know opportunities or topic areas or even mm-hmm. geog- geography, right? Where. I was like, wow, I didn't know that. I didn't, yes. I, I didn't realize maybe the issue is that dire or, yes. or I didn't, I, I didn't realize, oh, there's some really cool solutions here. The different collaborations I'm in, you know, they stretch me. I learn, um, you know, I become involved in, and able to be engaged in some things that mm-hmm. I never would have been able myself, even in my own community. If you think about it, you know, I see it a certain way. But someone from another church or even someone from, you know, an unchurch part of our community, they have circles and see things differently than me and have brought opportunities to the group that were like, yeah, let's do that. But I like I never would have seen that. Nice. And if and if like it was me and, you know, three of my other friends from the same church, I'm not sure we ever would have recognized that need. Got it. So it's not just the pooling of resources from the giving perspective, but there's also a a pooling when it comes to that due diligence process, checking mm-hmm. out the things you're going to be giving to, and creating a platform for some really great initiatives to get some exposure, which they may not have done otherwise. Uh, that's right. Mm, exactly. That's lovely. Well, Daryl, one more thing I'd, I'd love to hear from you. What would you say is the most freeing thing about generosity that you wish everyone knew? I think it's well. Actually, the, when you talk about the free thing, I think it's actually freedom. Right. It's actually freedom because I've heard you know uh, my my father in law uh, always said this: the only way to break the power of money is to give mm-hmm. it. Right. So money is not a neutral, um, not a neutral thing, right? And so we can choose to you know control it and break the power of it by by saying I I'm not going to let this just accumulate and and get more and more and more right because I, I think that's what in a lot of ways money in, in the negative side hmm. is the attraction right? right of you know bigger better faster more uh, I, i've been reading through deuteronomy this month and and deuteronomy uh, 31 
God's in the first eight verses, I think three times is saying, you know, do not fear, do not be anxious. I'll be with you always, right? Mm-hmm. I will never leave you nor forsake you. Of course, you have to ask the questions. Why does it, you know, why is it repeated so often? And in just a few verses, because I'm prone to fear. I'm yes. prone to fear. I'm prone yes. to anxiety. Yes. And, and I, I do wonder, am I going to be left here alone? But God's saying that and promising that to us. Then this whole idea, that's the, you know, part of our belief that allows us to actually then experience the freedom when we can give yes. generously. Yes. Wow. You, um, you reminded me of those, uh, those words of, of Jesus. And I, I'm, I'm paraphrasing a bit here when he says, um, where your treasure is, there your heart mm. will be also. So be mm. radically generous and you will have yes. treasure in heaven. And uh, that does make me think, oh, what, could be, what could be more freeing than that? I can have my heart trapped here on this world, you know, trapped away in a bank or trapped away in my house or mm-hmm. whatever it is, or I can have it you know, with God on high what could be possibly more freeing and um yeah i love i love this theme of collaborations that you've been talking about because it's like we get to be on that journey together uh of, right. of discovering more freedom and uh, discovering more of of the lord through through that giving mm, absolutely yes absolutely and even your heart right is just even the, the 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 woman that you're supporting you know to be a, a gospel worker your mm. heart's there I mean, your heart wasn't there before, right? Right. right. With that, right. with that person, or with that, you know, that that part of the world. But mm. now that you, now that you know that, you're like, you think about that. Amazing, wonderful. Any closing thoughts from you, Daryl? You know, it's always a privilege. I, I love, I love the community and family that we have globally mm. uh, in this movement, and so excited uh, to see what God continues to do all around the world, and and allowing us to experience the joy and freedom in walking on this journey together. So thanks, Ed. Really, you're you're always such an encouragement. Amen. Well, it's been a a real pleasure to uh, get to uh, interview Daryl here today on Generosity Path. And uh, thanks so much for coming, Daryl. It's been a pleasure. Yeah, thank you, Ed. Blessings to you. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Generosity Path podcast. Pay it forward by rating, sharing, and subscribing. To find out more about connecting your own passions and purpose with your giving, visit generositypath.org or engage in the conversation by following us on social media. Let's make the world a better place. On 17th and 18th September, we are hosting a two-day generosity festival, an online celebration of generosity featuring interviews, panel discussions and inspiring stories of givers from around the world. Register for free to be part of our first ever festival and share the joy of generosity. Go to generositypath.org for all the details.